0: welcome back to the two fish podcast my name is nick i'm aaron and this week we're finishing up first thessalonians we're in chapter five
1: that's right two fish community we are back for another episode in first thessalonians chapter five i just abruptly (laughs) i
0: usually go all the way down that's okay
1: Anyways, that's right. We are back this week. First Thessalonians five.
0: That's right. This is actually like week, I think we're a solid week two into the new year. So hopefully everyone has had a great New Year's, a great Christmas. Obviously, you watched you listen to the episodes, our Christmas episode and our New Year's episode. And so this week we're gonna go back. First Thessalonians chapter five. We're gonna wrap up the book. Paul's writing to the church in Thessalonians, and this is just a continuation of one, two, three, and four. He's continuing to write, continuing to encourage, he's definitely said hey we need to work on these things but here he's wrapping up this letter for sure in encouragement
1: yeah last week we talked uh like the headings my bible here uh last week we talked live to please god and the hope of the resurrection and this week uh paul's gonna r- wrap up his final thoughts in this letter to uh the thessalonians so let's just dive into all right first
0: all right first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 1 now concerning the times and the seasons brothers you have no need to have anything written to you. For you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying there's peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you are not in darkness, brothers, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are the children of the light, the children of the day. We are not of the night, or of the darkness let's stop right there i really don't need to write anything more because you know he's saying this group has definitely read letters paul has been there timothy's been there they they know the right from the wrong and they know and they've listened and they know what's coming and they know that hey i we don't need to tell you things are going to be good and then all of a sudden they're going to be bad you guys know that because you're children of the light so when darkness is around you, you're going to understand.
1: Yeah, I think the one thing to to keep in mind here that he is writing to believers about the unbelievers. What's going to happen to the unbelievers, right? Yeah. This is not what's going to happen to you and I or the Two Fish community. This would be what's going to happen to those that are not believers. Maybe to those that we should be preaching to. This is what you should be telling them. Yes. That the day is going to come and it's not going to be announced per se, it is going to be sudden and come on like, like you're having a baby, which I, if you ask any lady that has had a baby, it is not a pleasant experience. Well, I don't want to say it's not pleasant, but it is painful. Yes. It's not like a. I I think in the Bible, even God described it as you're going to endure a painful labor. Yeah, the labor pains.
0: You know what's coming. And I think that you're, you're exactly right the way you worded it. This is for... The believer knows the unbeliever is going to say, what is going on here? The believer knows, Hey, these are labor pains. And there's an event coming in this circumstance. It's a baby. There's an event coming. I know it's coming. I don't have to worry about what is going on and what are these pains I'm going through.
1: Right. And then, and then verse two, um, the one thing it really points to mine says, um, verse three, sorry, when people are saying all is well, everything is peaceful and secure. That is when this is going to come. It's going to come at a time where a lot of people, I would speculate, the world is feeling really comfortable. Mm-hmm. And and that is where the Bible challenges us as believers, like, don't get comfortable. You know the day of the Lord is coming, and the warnings are here. Like, yeah. They're here in First Thessalonians, and then we get them in Revelations. They're all throughout yeah. the New Testament. Like, it's coming, and they're all... Pretty well described like this. Yeah.
0: I know there's a lot of podcasts that talk about the end times and a lot of preachers talked about the end times before the end times and leading up to the end times. There's what the Bible says is late growing pains, labor pains. Like these events are building because there's a movement of God coming. And so sometimes I wonder like nowadays, are we in the end end times? Like will it be in our generation or are these just growing pains? Are they the labor pains that we know? Okay. This is a building of what's to come the mother knows i'm about to have a baby she knows why like just we're, like we're in month six we might we <laughs> could be sometimes it feels like we're in month nine and a half and the baby should already come but yeah and i think something else to think about this kind of sticks out to me where he says for you are children of the light children of the day we are not of the night or of the darkness every time that i read the bible where he says where he talks about light and darkness you can't there's not, darkness will never be able to cover the light. You know what I mean? You turn, if you're in a completely dark room and you turn on a light, it's going to cut through the darkness. The darkness isn't dark enough to withhold it. So that no one, you can't see it. And I think that's another one of those things is we as believers should be standing out. I think, especially when the world is saying, Hey, we're great. Then all of a sudden, what is going on? All of a sudden there's destruction that we should be a, we should be the ones. And that can be, and that can be convicting in me sometimes is a lot of times I want to go, what is going on? But I should know as a believer, Hey, this is the stuff that leads up and the non believer should be able to see, Hey, there's some light in the darkness there. What is going on over there? It's kind of our, our life is a testimony that points to God.
1: So here, uh, verse six. So be on your guard, not asleep like the others, stay alert and be sober. So that's kind of what I, I I jumped the gun there a little earlier, but, um, we are to be aware of this and we are to always be ready for it. We are, we are to be ready for the Lord to return, right? We're told that constantly in the Bible. We don't know the day. We don't know the time. Um, we know there's going to be some warning. We're perhaps seeing some of those warnings as you pointed to, but, um, we are to be ready. So verse six, that's what that's talking about there. Uh, seven night is the time for sleep, and the time when people get drunk. But let us who live in the light think clearly, protected by the body or armor of faith and love, and wearing as our helmet the confidence of our salvation. For God decided to save us through our Lord Jesus Christ, not to pour out his anger on us. He died for us so that we can live with him forever, whether we are dead or alive at the time of his return. So encourage each other and build each other up just as you are already doing. That's good. There's a lot in there. Verse. So when I'm dead, you better keep building me up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how to do that.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You better keep praying for me. Um, Verse 6 there. You're kind of talking about being ready. I know we've done an episode on the pair We've done episodes on parables, and that's one of Jesus' parables. Is he likes the bridesmaids who, when the when the groom comes through in the middle of the night, they have the oil ready to go, not like the other ones who used all their oil and then they got to go searching. And the bridegroom comes, and they're not ready. Be prepared. Maybe go
1: find that episode if you haven't heard that episode.
0: I know we've done that. I don't know when. Can't confirm it, but I know we've done it.
1: No, we definitely did it. Um, it would have been it would have been called parables. Like, we did a series on a couple of the parables. I don't yeah. think we finished them all, but that was one of them
0: we did for yeah. sure. Really points to me, don't be be awake and be sober. The night is for drunks. I don't necessarily think he's saying that literally. I mean, he could, He very well is, but it's for things not of God.
1: Yeah, I think a, a lot of times the things that go on at night, like, are typically you're trying to sneak around. You're doing things you shouldn't be doing. You're, you're partying. You're... Yeah. The clubs are open late, all those type of things. Like usually, you know, you tell your kids for out after the post lamp comes on, right? You're not doing anything good.
0: Nothing good happens after 10 o'clock. Right? <laughs> and mine says the breastplate of faith and love and the helmet of hope of salvation. Those are those, those things we need to constantly be praying on. We've done those episodes before talking about the full armor of God. Um, we need to have faith. It's night. We're waiting and we're ready. We don't know when it's going to come or like I said earlier, are these growing pains? Are these actually in times? I have no idea, but he's, he's writing to the church saying, you know, these things. So you need to continue to be prepared. I don't need to explain them because you understand them. Hold on to that faith. Pray on that breastplate of faith and that helmet of salvation. And mine says hope of salvation. We have salvation. It's just not complete yet. And, and continue and. God created us not to be angry at us, not to have his wrath on us. He created us to be with him, and, and Jesus died so that we could.
1: Yeah, verse 9, I was, I was just having the thought, like, that kind of points back to, you know, he destroyed the world. He destroyed everybody in the world at, at one time, and he promised never to do that again. With water water that's going right. he's it, gonna do it again sorry, it's just gonna be with, fire. <laughs> with, with water but it kind of points back to that and i think sometimes we often forget like we gotta go back to the old testament like it's not it's a it's a complete book and we gotta go back and yeah. look at some of those examples and i think he's pointing back to that here and pointing to obviously that he ultimately he sent lord jesus christ to die for yeah. our sin to be our blood atonement that there's no longer Needed animal sacrifices, God provided the ultimate sacrifice for us, and-,
0: and He always provides a way out with temptation, with everything. Noah's building an ark, and for 120 years, people mocked Him.
1: All they had to do was
0: believe and get on the boat, and yeah. no one did. And then, it, foreshadowing, like you said, it's a
1: full book foreshadowing hey,
0: there's going to be one way, there's going to be one boat. His name is Jesus. You need to believe and get on that boat
1: you know i just recently had a conversation about that and oftentimes you talk about the boat and how that exact thing noah got on the boat with his um, family but what's not talked about is the people that were drowning at the base of the boat Mm. that were like trying to cling onto the boat to try and survive yeah because they chose to mock and they chose not to believe in what noah was telling them and then the rains came and here they were like drowning.
0: Yeah. Gotta wonder, tangent. Gotta wonder what Noah and Sam were thinking. Like to hear that going on. I'm sure they wanted to have mercy. I'm sure they wanted to get those people on.
1: I think God would have protected them from that.
0: To having to hear that or deal with that?
1: Yeah. I think so. Yeah.
0: Maybe. I would probably be the Noah that would go, told you. <laughs> oh, that, that's terrible. <laughs>
1: it is. Yeah. But so in that part where we talked about the dead, building the dead up. Yeah. Nick's gonna laugh at me. You shouldn't have died. <laughs> you should have listened.
0: Um, <laughs> that's why I was not there, and Noah was chosen, <laughs> right? So
1: I think I think those are great points for us to reflect on what Jesus did for us, and um, as we're doing that, verse eleven points to the very thing that we're we're supposed to do is we're reflecting on that and how Jesus died for you and your sins. Um, that's to reach out to your brother and build each other up is to reach out to the two fish community and build each other up, right? And um and Paul points to that Thessalonians were already doing this at that at that point, which might lead to like why he said, I don't feel like I need to write this to you because you're already doing these things, but uh, he was gracious enough to write it to him to put it in writing for us two thousand years later to remind us that no, this day is coming. Yeah. Don't get comfortable don't get comfortable you and gotta it, keep it, encouraging each yeah, other
0: encourage your your brothers and sisters to not get comfortable and
1: even the next generation right mm-hmm. so like you brought up will it happen in our generation we don't know we don't know the time the place we don't know how quick this labor is going to be we don't know how painful it's going to get but we know it's coming yeah we know we're having some labor pains that's very evident yeah in today's world but We don't know how long that'll last. So the next generation, we got to be preparing them as well. Yeah. Verse number 12.
0: We ask you brothers and sisters, to respect those who labor among you and who, and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love because of their work, be at peace among yourselves. And we urge you brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the faint hearted, help the weak, be patient with them all. See that no one repays evil for evil. But always seek to do good to one another and to enjoy, to one another and to everyone. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Let's stop right there for a second. I, we, verse 12, we ask you, brothers, to respect those who labor among you and who are over you in the Lord. I think he's talking about the pastors, the missionaries, the elders, the, your brothers and sisters who are doing the work. Maybe it's a Bible study leader. Maybe it's someone that's actively going out there and doing it. Take care of those people. But then on the flip side, also take care of the people that aren't. And then that goes with the encouraging thing again. Encourage the Mine says faint-hearted. Help the weak. Be patient with them all. What was the see no one replace evil for evil? There, that, That's me and Noah's situation. Like, I'm... <laughs> Right. I'm standing there like, told you. That's probably not right attitude. Right. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, God knocked you off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> <I> told you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, encourage, encourage, encourage. Verse number 16, rejoice always. That's got to be like the second shortest verse in the Bible. I know the first one is Jesus wept. This is also two words, but more letters. Rejoice always.
1: Oh, well, mine's always be joyful.
0: Oh, shoot. I guess it matters which version you're in. Always be joyful. I love it.
1: Yeah, my whole, well, my whole section read a little bit different than yours, but same basic talking points. Give thanks in all
0: circumstances. This is hard. That's hard to do. There are so many circumstances that happen against us or to us where it's just not our human nature to want to rejoice in that. It's our human nature to be angry and upset and wonder why. And I think going back all the way to verse 8, praying on the breastplate of faith and love and the helmet of hope of salvation. Yeah. It's going back to that.
1: No, I think uh, my verse 18, no matter what happens, always be thankful, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. And um, when you are thankful, if you don't know this, it's really hard to be anxious. You, Your mind cannot be thankful and anxious at the same time. Yeah. So if, if you are struggling or you are anxious about something right now, You need to find something to be thankful for.
0: Yeah, I've always wanted to start one of those thankful journals. And I think in my head, gosh, that would be so hard. Where every day you write something that you're thankful for. And you can never repeat it. got to be something different. And I think at first it's hard. But then once you get going, that's what I've heard because I haven't done it. Once you get going, you realize I have so much to be thankful for. And it's hard to be unthankful, yeah, like you
1: said. I think uh, if you had an Apple phone, just came out with a new app, Journal app. Journal app? You could be journaling in your app, but you're an Android guy. Android, yep. So they probably don't have anything cool I have like
0: a that. notes app. I can write a note.
1: Yeah, well, we got that too. We got notes and we oh, got journals. Journals and notes, yep. Yeah. All right.
0: Verse number 19. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecy, but test everything. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. Oh, goodness.
1: Yeah, that's... uh. Do not stifle the Holy Spirit. Do not suppress your Holy Spirit. Somehow we have that ability. I don't understand how it works. I think but.
0: I think it's more of a question thing. Is that really God? You know what I mean? Huh? Maybe you hear something, someone says something, and you're like, meh, nee, I'm definitely guilty of that. I get red flags immediately. Well,
1: that's where the test everything comes in. Exactly.
0: So but. maybe a red flag does come up, and I go, something sounds off of that, I need to double-check that. Because it'll never prophecy all that stuff will never go against what's actually written in god's word right it will what's the word it will back up what god's already written here in the bible
1: it should coincide with it yes some i don't i don't know how you i don't know how to describe stifling the Holy spirit or even how you do it i know we all do it though i think that's us fighting our flesh we choose our flesh maybe over the holy spirit and our fleshly desires and we don't follow the spirit in those moments.
0: Abstain from every evil. That's a big one. Because there are so many levels of evil. <laughs> Things that, eh, whatever. It's evil.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can't... I don't think you can go a minute through the day without seeing some kind of evil Yeah, in today's world. Which yeah. is part of the laboring pains. Mm. It's probably... is really hard to keep away from evil. Especially if you're out after dark. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nothing happens good after 10. <laughs> so... in
1: all seriousness though like the majority of things that i when i think back the majority of the trouble i got into was after 10 o'clock yeah i might have started before 10 but like it got bad yeah after 10 o'clock yeah so i mean
0: something to be wary of verse number 23 now may the god of peace now paul i think is wrapping this up kind of putting a benediction kind of blessing the community here now may the god of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful; he will surely do it. Brothers, pray for us. Greet all the brothers with a holy kiss. I put you under oath before the Lord to have this letter and read and read to all the brothers. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Kind of wrapping it up here, kind of from some final instructions. May God, may God, may the God of peace sanctify you completely. I mean, again, we, we right at the beginning we said. He's going to encourage him here at the end. Like he's wrapping this up and he's continuing to encourage him. Hey, you guys have done a great job. I don't even have to tell you about this stuff because you know right. in here, may God just sanctify you completely. Like that blessing as I go.
1: Yeah. May he continue to work on you, right? Like this is Paul's prayer to them, basically. He's wrapping it up here with with a prayer for them. And once again, until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again, like he's throwing it in there again. I think that's like the third time, right? Yeah. It's a it's a warning. Like you got to stay holy. You got to continue to follow your Holy Spirit and be prepared for the, the day when Lord Jesus Christ comes again.
0: It, it's an ongoing process. I think he's doubling down. As you were saying that, I think it, what I'm what I feel like he's doing is doubling down on the fact that this is a process. Yeah, this is not a you came to Christ, you understand it, you're good. This is a process. May God continue to sanctify you. May you continue to pray on the breastplate of love and faith and helmet of salvation. May it like you got to continue these things. The labor pains are coming. The end times are coming. Continue to encourage one another because I was having a thought earlier and I didn't say this, but was it God's design that it was going to get harder the closer it got? You know what I'm saying? Like the world's going to start getting crazy we understand it but that doesn't mean we're shielded from it we're going to go through what the world goes through we're just going to do it differently or we're called to do it differently it seems like god's design is and maybe that's testing our faith
1: so this this is kind of a rabbit hole right it's one of those rabbit holes you can get into is it his design or is it that he knows that's what's going to happen because of our human free will and our ability to is it talked about um our ability to stifle the holy spirit yeah so i guess when i'm thinking about that i'm gonna i'm gonna go back to what i said earlier our ability to suppress that and choose our flesh over god's way as time goes on more and more evil is happening Mm -hmm. and it's just gonna get worse but was it his
0: well it's not his desire it's not his desire he knows it happens he knows we fell he knows all the sin that we're gonna do that's how i believe he knows everything right he knows the end he's one but i think he knows that there's labor pains coming he knows the evil that's coming and he's and i think that's why in every single one of these letters they kind of wrap up with that man encouragement yeah because it's gonna get hard jesus said if if i gotta do it please understand you're gonna go through it too not that exact way but that's kind of what he was saying and i think as the world gets evil and even closer and closer and jesus is sitting up there like is it time and god's like not yet is it time not yet it's getting harder because like you said you can't go a second through the day and not see evil around you and our flesh and desire want that that's our original sin our our humanity wants that evil and it's a constant fight and as it gets worse it's a it's not it doesn't get easier
1: no no nowhere does it say becoming a christian and life gets easy
0: And I think that might be why a lot of people struggle or why a lot of people deconstruct or they realize, well, I thought it was going to be easier. No, it's going to be hard. You're the the light in the darkness. It's going to be hard. And then he ends here, verse 28, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. That grace, that grace we all need because it is hard and God understands that. And that grace is free for us if we accept it.
1: I know you ended with, 28 there but i'm gonna go back 27 it's paul i command you in the name of the lord to read this letter to all your brothers and sisters and may the grace of our lord jesus christ be with you, all of you like yeah. go out and read this letter to your friend
0: i think it was don't hate church service sunday morning you guys open this letter and read it together don't let us stop here this needs to continue to move forward
1: right and i yeah when you think about that like a lot of the churches were home, like I don't, they weren't home churches back then, but maybe they were, um, but they were smaller communities and yeah, it was get, get the word to your brothers and sisters. If they weren't here Sunday, you need to go read this letter to them. Yeah. They need to be aware of it. So th- I think that's the challenge for the two fish community is to share the two fish podcast about this letter <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, help us spread the word of, of Jesus as, yeah. We um, often talk about how we came to the Two Fish podcast. It was Jesus took the two fish and the five loaves and he fed the 5,000. So the only way we can do that is with your guys' help. And um, as we're entering the new year, there's 2024, we're asking for your help. Yep. Help us share the word. Help us spread it, especially as we talk about the warning of Jesus coming back and we don't know when.
0: So be ready. Be encouragement, be ready, and be a part of the Two Fish community.